Hi, and welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans Podcast, we're still figuring out what this is, but I know I like talking about all things social media, pop culture, and shenanigans. And today we have another solo Swell episode. I know, there's been a lot of them lately. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I just, we had the holiday, okay? This past week, we had Thanksgiving here. Uh, if you celebrate, hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Um, and I just, I didn't feel good (laughs) about reaching out to people to be guests because, you know, they just had family time. And sometimes that's draining for people, you know, if they like their family or if they don't like their family, that's draining. And I didn't want them to come on my little podcast and, you know, complain about people and things and talk about shenanigans. So I figured we would do another listener story episode with just me. Because, you know, I wanted to still give you guys uh, a weekly episode because that's what we're doing. We're doing weekly episodes until I decide not to, which ideally is the rest of time. But, you know, I'm just going to keep doing these. I just filmed two other videos. um, And so I had everything kind of already set up in this corner again. So the Swell Shenanigans episode is once again taking place in my filming corner. Yay! Swell Shenanigans listener episodes. Those of you who aren't in the know, um, this is a new thing because I used to share stories or try to remember to at the end of episodes with guests. But, you know, sometimes I forget and I figured, you know, this is better. It kind of puts a little spotlight on people's shenanigans. Um, So basically you can send in your shenanigans. And a shenanigan is really anything. It can be a scammy behavior. Sometimes you hold something over. A time you were petty. A time you did something that you thought was dumb in the aftermath and you were like, I should have known better. Or even just like a fun little story you want to share. It really can be anything. A shenanigan can be really anything. And, you know, uh, we did one of these like two, three weeks ago now. And um, I think that they're fun. And I like doing the solo episodes like these where we just do the listener stories because then it's like a little spotlight for you guys. And it's kind of fun. So we have, I think, two voice memos today to go through. And then we have four uh, written stories. So if you ever want to send in a shenanigan, you can send in a voice memo of your shenanigan through Anchor. So if you go on their Anchor page for this podcast, you'll see the little plus message button and you can record a little audio message and you'll hear your voice played on this podcast. But I know sometimes people don't want to do that. They don't want to be played that much and you don't have to sign off. You can use a fake name if you want. If you want to sign it anonymous, 100% you can do that. But if you don't want to hear your voice at all, uh, you can send in a message to the swell shenanigans podcast at gmail.com. Type it up, send it on over, and I will read your story to the best of my dyslexic ability. Let's start with uh, one audio message, and then we'll read some of the Swell Shenanigans podcast email stories, and we'll go from there. Hello, Amanda. This is Zaire again. You have my complete and utter apology for 7 a.m. me. (laughs) To answer your question. For those uh, not in the know, so this is from Zaire Brown. He actually sent in a message that was played in the previous listener story episode, and he titled this one, The Most Formal Apology from the Very Small Office of Zaire Brown. So that's why this is coming through. To answer your question, what I'm trying to get started on the side is a business where I talk to artists. I get, it's basically commissions, but they bring in character designs and object designs and stuff. I 3D model and print it for them. Nothing is actually off the ground yet, but if you want something, just open offer to you to literally just get whatever creation you want as nothing but an apology for creepy 7 a.m. me. I need to screen that stuff. Anywho, have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed that, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Zaire, you sure you want to give me carte blanche on that? Like you'll make anything I want. 
I'm an asshole. <laughs> I will make up something dumb. But that is cool though, because I've always thought about that because like some people want to 3D print things, but they don't want to go through the concept or even know how to start about going through getting their own 3D printer and coming up with their own designs and stuff. So that's kind of a, actually really smart to start something where people can be like, hi, I have this prototype of this idea. Can you help me? And then they help you help them. That's cool. I like that. So yeah, you don't have to apologize. You know, we've all sent in 7 a.m. exhausted voicemails into the Swell Shenanigans podcast. You know, I, I do this podcast half the time when I'm exhausted. I keep waiting for the moment where I just firmly stick my foot in my mouth in front of a guest. It has yet to fully happen. Usually I just misspeak and it's like not a big deal. But I wait, I'm waiting for the moment where I'm just like, like foot firmly in my mouth, you know? So you have nothing to apologize for. But thank you for sending in your voice memo. And again, you can send in one whenever. Okay, so I've got a four here. Some of these are anonymous. See, they put a name here, but they said anonymous. So I'm going to not share the name that they put, but they put their name. I love your YouTube channel and your podcast. And so also one of your proud Patreons. Yay. I don't really talk about my Patreon that much on here um, because it's not really linked with my podcast all that much. Like I talk about the podcast and stuff with my patrons, but um, they don't get like uh, early episodes or anything like that because usually I film these podcasts on Sundays and then the video comes out Wednesday or the podcast itself comes out Wednesday. So there's not really any bonus content with the podcast for Patreon. But yeah, thank you for being a patron. Here's my anonymous shenanigan, something that makes me chuckle 35 years after the fact. As English is not my native language, please forgive any mistakes I make. Do not worry. I am dyslexic. Even if you had perfect English, I would still find a way to butcher it. So you're good. When I was in my teens, a friend and I went on a boating vacation with his nephew in the north of our country. The three of us had no money, no shame and no common sense, but we did have a boat and lots of small canals in the countryside to explore. One day we decided to land our boat illegally at a sneaky spot in the reed in the middle of nowhere next to the bridge within walking distance of a small village. The next morning we need groceries and we were happy to find an unlocked bike parked near our boat. The three of us mounted the bike and set out for the village where we basically stole all of our groceries. We didn't even try to hide it as the poor cashier was literally without words because us cocky city boys were just so fucking brazen. Getting back to the boat, we dumped the bike and went about our way. At one moment, one of us needed to take a dump and because we had no toilet, he chose the most comfortable place to do so, his business, sitting on the handrail of the bridge and shitting straight down into the water. We had not seen any traffic all day, so we were not on the lookout for anybody passing by. For extra fun, we decided that a small pole sticking out of the water was our target, hit that with our excrement, and win pre-internet points. See, this is how I know you're a boy. (laughs) For even more extra fun, we stole each other's toilet paper, so the victim had to walk back to the house with his pants on his knees. Oh, walk back to the boat with his pants on his knees. See, I'm worried I told you I'd butcher this. We had lots of fun for the rest of the day, and as the sun was setting, we were having a beer on the boat, enjoying the view of the countryside. That's when we saw an old fisherman step out of the reeds from across our boat. Silently, he packed his fishing gear and walked across the bridge to where his bike lay next to the road. He got on and left without acknowledging we were there. Horrified, we watched him casually paddle away and we realized that not only had he been witnessing our shitting shenanigans all day long, he even saw us disrespectfully borrowing his bike to go and steal groceries. Thinking back to this, I realized that the looks on our faces must have been priceless. Sorry, old Fisher guy, and thank you for your use of your bike. Dear Amanda, have a great day and thank you for letting me share my shit shenanigans. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it sounds like kid bullshit. Brazen city boy bullshit, that's what it sounds like. I do like this though. No money, no shame, and no common sense. I like that. That's a good That's a good thing to have sometimes. You need that when you're a kid, you know? You need to have no money, no shame, and no common sense. Like you need to have those though that factor so you can have your formative memory so you can develop those things, you know? So I can't condone stealing of groceries. I can't. But I mean, also shitting off a bridge. I mean, yep. I know people who have done worse. So I mean, I can't. I'll just say it could have been worse. And you said 35 years later. So I'm assuming you were like literally children. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's, it's not fine. But thank you for sharing your anonymous shenanigan. Probably a good idea to keep that anonymous. Probably smart. Okay. This next one. Hi, Amanda. I'm Ola, and my shenanigan is a dream I had some time ago. See, literally, shenanigans can be anything. They can be your fever dreams. They can be anything. It was truly a masterpiece that I'm never going to get bored of retelling. I don't know how well I'll be able to manage to convey its comical brilliance, but I guess I'll try. I was sitting at a table with Kim Kardashian and one of her sisters. I'm pretty sure Chloe. Kim had one of her kids in her lap. Don't remember which one it was. I don't know which demonic force possessed dream me, but I decided to single-handedly unleash the ungodly wrath of Kim Kardashian by smiling sweetly at her child and uttering the words, Hi, Stormy, at it. For those of you who don't know, Stormy is Kylie, Kim's sister's daughter, Stormy. Regardless of which child was in Kim Kardashian's lap, it was probably not Stormy. Okay. The result was everything you'd hope for and more. If Kim Kardashian's looks could kill, I would now be a pile of ash. She stared me down, speechless, enraged at the dishonor brought to her clan. All I remember after that is Chloe having the time of her life, trying not to laugh, and Kim saying, her voice trembling, look at what you've done. She's crying while pointing to her child. It's expression completely devoid of any emotion or reaction to the situation. Oh God, I'm sorry. Kim, I know this is a dream you and it's not really you, but seriously, I'm just, I, there's certain people that you just like, you know, it's like, look at, you've upset my child. The child's fine. Does not even know anything is happening. I would just like anyone hearing this to picture this scene in true reality show fashion with long close-ups, dramatic sound effects, and over-exaggerated cuts. I have no idea whether this is going to be funny to anyone besides myself, but I've never woken up laughing at a dream before. I've been replaying it over in my head ever since. Hopefully the storytelling genius of my brain will list to sleep will be recognized by somebody listening. Very nice, Ola. Thank you for sharing. Gosh, I'm trying to think of the last dream I had. I had one last night that made no sense. And I'm fairly certain it was stemmed from, I went to Barnes and Noble yesterday and I was reading a bunch of book backs and trying to buy some. I, I bought too many. I've been buying too many books. I, I need to go on another ban. No one needs to let me buy anything for the month of December, apparently, because I've been buying. I bought 12 books on Black Friday. And then yesterday I just bought more. It, that's my shenanigan. I'm a hoarder. I have huge TBR still. And yeah, anyway, I think that because I was reading all the backs of books and especially a lot of horror novels, and I came up with this one story idea, I came up with this one story element uh, Uh, that I would like to turn into like a bigger story potentially. But because of that, I had this really weird dream where I I don't think I was attracted to this doctor, but I was like seeing this doctor all the time and like bumping into him in public and shit. And like, he was like taking my blood all the time. Like, that's it. It was just a really weird dream. And then like this one friend who was no longer a friend of mine kept showing up in my dream. And I'm like, what the fuck is she thinking about me? Ew, weird. What's going on? Like weird things like that. But no, one's last celebrity thing. Celebrity adjacent. Okay, well, adjacent to the Kardashians. I had a really weird dream and Addison Rae was there for some reason the other day. I don't even remember what the dream was. I was just like, I think I woke up and was like, why the fuck is Addison Rae in my dream? Okay, Adina. 
Hi, Amanda. My name's Adina. You always pronounce it right. A plus. Nice. I'm hoping I'm still doing it. Huge fan of yours and don't know how I missed the fact that you had a podcast till two weeks ago, but subscribed and invested now. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at promoting this thing. I need to get better. I'm terrible at self-promotion, which is bad considering the entirety of my job hinges on me staying relevant. So I really need to get better at that. Okay. As for the story, we need a touch of background. I have jump scaring people. My fiance, Molly, is sadly the victim of six times out of 10, but the reactions always kill me. So I'm addicted, LOL. This wasn't a jump scare, but damn if it wasn't all the best reactions in one. It was 2019 and we decided we wanted a big brunch, specifically a buffet. Fair. She's from the UK and for whatever reason in the UK, they pay for buffet food after they've eaten and at a counter that's close to the exit with rotating staff managing it. We had just finished our final plates of food and we were still chatting about the rest of our our plans for the day. Shenanigans. Our plans for the day. She decides she wants to head to the bathroom before we pay and leave. Usually I'd go too, just to continue the convo. Joys of a lesbian couple. Honestly, always have a bathroom buddy. Uh, but feigned being too full to bother walking and sent her on her way. Once she was out of sight, I quickly went around the corner, paid her tab, and sat back down and got on Pokemon Go. Probably. <laughs> she came back and I joked that if we dined and dashed, how easy it would be. There was a new guy there. Our table was clear. We could be smooth. Easy. She laughs and agrees, but is against it because no way she steals. She can't even steal a keychain from a big box store. We joke and chat a little longer till she's like, yeah, if anything, it's a crazy story, but we won't make it out. So no need to worry. We agree and begin walking out. And she says, there's no way he lets us leave without asking. I reply, he's just going to say, have a nice day. As I walk by, I nod goodbye at the guy in the front. And what does he say? Have a nice day. And I look back at Molly. Her eyes go wide as saucers. I open the door, letting her out before me and she's freaking. Outside, she's like, no way. We got to go back in. We have to pay. And I'm howling, hands on my knees, cracking up. She just about pushes past me, panicking that the cops will find out when I finally get out that I paid while she was away. Might be long, but it's my pride and joy and go-to party story, but can't crack up telling it enough to do it on anchor. <laughs> Thank you, Adina, for sharing. That's sweet. I like that. I like that. You know what? That's a fun little prank that you paid on your fiance. It's a nice little prank you played on your fiance and you actually paid. You didn't dine and dash. So you know what? That's a fun little shenanigan. And you know what? What's the point of having a fiance if you can't have someone to constantly try out your bits on, frankly? Can you tell I'm single? <laughs> oh gosh, that's cute though. That's a fun little shenanigan. And you know what? I totally know what you're thinking about because like the, what you mean when she's like panicking because you just have those types of people who uh, like they're just like the idea of doing something bad is like, oh, haha, yeah, sure. And then like you actually think you did it and then they just melt. <laughs> no. Oh my God, we have to go back to the concert. <laughs> that shows she's a good person. I don't know. That's cute. I like that story. That's fun. Thank you for sharing your shenanigan. Okay, one last uh, email shenanigan. Oh, this is a follow-up from Katie. Okay, this is a follow-up. So for those who don't know, last episode, we had another one talking about, or a couple episodes ago, we had one about how Katie had an emergency appendectomy and then she found out later that her and Zac Efron had an emergency appendectomy on the same day and they were like appendectomy buddies. That's the setup to this email. Thank you so much for reading my shenanigan. I'm so sorry it was so long. The horror deal was honestly the craziest experience of my life and it's one of my fave facts to tell people that I had an emergency surgery on the same day as Zac Efron. I have another shenanigan about my grandfather losing his lawnmower in the pond behind his house. That's pretty funny. If you'd like to read another attached under my signature. I love your YouTube channel and I love the podcast. If you ever need someone to talk about public health in pop culture, I volunteer as trivia. I'm an ophthalmologist and terminally online. Ooh, 
Katie, I will probably send you an email because I'm always looking for guests. Okay. So this is the line that caught me off guard a second ago. It says, my grandpa murdered a lawnmower. And then in parentheses, the machine. And that just, I see my grandpa murdered the lawnmower. And I'm just thinking that there is a dead man somewhere that who is just blowing up, mowing his lawn. And then he's dead. That's where my brain went immediately. Okay. My grandfather is a man of many talents and has always found a way to create brand new things out of random items he has in his home. For example, this man bought us the infallible brush on a stick created by attaching a large brush to the end of a wooden stick to help him clean the gutters of his home. He never fails to find new and innovative ways to make household chores easier. We need those types of people, frankly. We need people who, not lazy, but like slackers because they find easy ways to do difficult things, okay? We need those in the world, okay? They, they're the best shenanigans doers, okay? One such example of his ingenuity never fails to make me laugh because it is the perfect representation of how he is as a person. One summer day, my grandfather was mowing the lawn in his backyard. Him and my grandmother live in a house in Florida with a large man-made pond in the backyard. The house sits on the small grass incline that leads down to the pond in the backyard. Lots of use of the word backyard here. I feel like I'm being set up for something. His lawnmower is one of those ones with the gas and throttle attached to the handle. So you have to hold them like motorcycle handbars for it to go. To make it easier for him to mow the lawn continuously with his arthritic hands, he placed large clamps on both to allow it to run without having to hold both down himself. He was mowing the lawn in the backyard when we, he heard the UPS truck roll up in the front yard of the house. He stopped mowing and went to greet the man and intercept his packages and bring them inside. When he returned to the backyard, the lawn mower was missing. After looking for a few minutes, he realized that he there was a freshly mowed path leading down the incline straight into the pond. Turns out grandpa forgot to take off the clamps of the throttle when he went to greet the UPS driver and the lawnmower continued on its merry way down into the water. RIP to the lawnmower. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh, but like I'm just picturing him, you know, he comes back and he's like, where's my lawnmower? Like, you know, he's just looking around. He's looking around. He's like, where did I put it? He's thinking maybe he has a moment where he's like, oh God, my memory's going, where did I put it? Oh no. And then he just sees the, the little trail down to the pond. Could you see it or was it like just sticking out? Like how deep is this pond? How big is this pond? Is it like like a deep pond? Is it just chilling there? Is it like sticking up the top? Is it just full on down in there? Is it gone? Did they were were we able to retrieve it, Katie? This these are very important follow-up questions I have about this lawnmower. Like were we I know obviously at this point it's waterlogged, it's probably not gonna work well, but like I would like to know about the lawnmowers. Did you give it a proper burial? I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to think of a, a like patricide, but like for lawnmowers, a pun about murder of lawnmowers. And I'm blanking. Why am I blanking? Come on. I need to come up with a pun. I'm bisexual. I should have one. Turns out the lawnmower is the one that got mowed down. No, that doesn't work. I can't say take out the trash because it's a lawnmower. Anyway, moving on. Okay. We're going to act that didn't happen. We have one last voice message. This is from, this is says Mar Marquis. I am sorry if I'm butchering this. Almost fell off a mountain and died. Ha ha. Hello, my name is Marcus. Marcus. And several years ago, I found myself on the top of Ben Vorlich, which is a mountain in Scotland. It was the middle of winter, so it was very snowy, very icy, and very steep. So uh, I was at the top trying to think of how I was going to get down, because the way down was just so extremely steep and icy that I physically couldn't walk down. So I had um, a bright idea that I would slide down as if the mountain was a big giant slide, sliding on my arse, basically. And then for the first few seconds, it was actually quite fun, you know. So I started to, started to go very, very fast. And um, I noticed that I was actually starting to veer towards a cliff edge. And if I fell over, it would be several miles fall and I would be very dead. 
So quite understandably, I was terrified. Um, I had my ice axe with me, so I used that basically as a brake, plunged it deep into the snow, and I managed to stop myself just in time before I went over to the edge. And I did manage to make my safe way down to the bottom in the end, and I survived. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll get it out of the way. I love your accent, fantastic. I will have to listen to that another four times to get every single word properly, because my brain is annoying. But, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And I survived. <laughs> I'm glad you survived, Marcus. Sorry, I pronounced your, I butchered your name. It's Marcus. I don't know why I pronounced it the way that I did. But geez, that's oh, terrifying. I know exactly that feeling, sort of. Um, it's not this big mountain, but like in Big Bear, there's a lot of, I used to go snowboarding when I was a kid. And, you know, there's a lot of, t- it's, it's more so like I'm going to, you know, get face plant into a tree, not face plant off of a mountain cliff and die. But um, I I get, but when you're a kid, you know, everything seems like it's, you're going to die worst case scenario. So I'm glad you're okay. And that you were able to share that story with us. But yeah, thank you so much for setting it up. I'm glad, I'm sorry, I can't get past like, and I survived. I know that's how like, like with time at a certain point, you're just like, yeah, I I, I survived. It was fine. But it's just like, you're so casual about the fact that you nearly fell off a mountain. Anyway, thank you so much for sending in a message. Thank you everyone who sent in messages and everyone who sent in emails. Thank you so much. That's all we have for today. As always, check us out on, I'm going to get better at posting on the social media. I'm going to get better at posting on the Instagram for the podcast. I will. I'm going to get better at it. I will. I promise. I swear I'll do it. I will. Hold me to it. Send me death threats. No, don't. You can be firm with me in DMs. There you go. How about that? Maybe not death threats, but like tell me what to do. And um, that's going to be it. If Again, if you are listening to this only on wherever you can find podcasts, don't forget that we also have the video version of this podcast on the Swell Shenanigans uh, YouTube channel, Swell Shenanigans Podcast YouTube. You can listen to the same content, but look at my pretty little face, you know, and the pretty face of all my guests. So we have that going for us. And that is going to be it. Uh, Again, new episodes every Wednesday. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to us on podcasts. And again, if you would like to send in your own shenanigans, Swell Shenanigans Podcast at Gmail, if you would like to send in an email, or if you would go on to the anchor page for this podcast, you can send in a little voice message. And I will potentially play it here on one of the listener episodes. And anyway, that's going to be it. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday if you celebrated and everyone has a wonderful week. And have a great rest of your... Oh, by the time this comes out, I'll be on the first. Never mind. Have a great December. Bye.